Welcome home. I'm Kirsten. And I'm Graham. And this podcast is the home at class you wish you'd been offered. We're two moms aspiring to create gracious homes that are welcoming and functional, all while dealing with real life schedules, budgets, and children. Stick with us and we'll share and show what we know, what we've learned, where we've messed up, and how to fix it. For everything we can't make up, we'll bring in the best experts we can find. You're listening to Welcome Home. Today on Welcome Home, we're revisiting one of our most talked about episodes, meal planning. By the end of this episode, you'll be well on your way to creating a system that will not only save countless hours and dollars, but have you entertaining like a pro at the drop of a hat. We'll dig into the specifics of Graham's magical meal binder that has worked for her for almost a decade, and we'll chat about what go-to dinners we're loving now. Plus, why Walmart has become the new Neiman Marcus, Kirsten's true feelings about salmon, and right in time for the 4th of July, our shared moral dilemma over American flags. All that and more on today's episode of Welcome Home. Welcome home, Graham. Welcome home, Kirsten. And welcome everyone to Welcome Home. We are having a great day today because we know that in the past, you all, y'all have listened to our menu planning episode with great enthusiasm. And so we thought we would reboot it because we are experts and we're feeling very... uh, (laughs) I might, I've actually, I've bell every time I get to say and humble, <laughs> I've upped my game a little bit though. So what I'm doing is, and what we'll do, I think is if for anyone who does, hasn't listened, go back. Um, we did or a menu planning. This one's going to be better. Yeah, this one's going to be better. Well, what I think we should do is we should, um, kind of go over the menu planning binder, the, oh, the binder of gold go over the menu planning binder. Cause I'm still not sure I fully understand it. Even though this really mean person wrote the meanest iTunes review. Do you remember this? No. See, they I blocked like, these things. They were like, Kirsten, like Kirsten can't seem to um, follow a basic concept. Like Graham's menu binder is so easy to understand. And Kirsten just doesn't get it. So, but I also think like visual things like they're anyway, I, do, I, do, well, I, I stand by my needing needing a very detailed explanation so well so here's a question do you menu plan Kirsten? okay menu planning to me no i don't the, the long and short of it is no i don't it's one of those it is the unicorn of my life along with uh-huh. like the chore chart okay it's something you feel like you should be doing you wish you were doing you wish you could spot the unicorn and make it happen but you just don't do it it's kind of like exercise for me <laughs> You have, you have grand aspirations, but it never seems to happen. Yeah, exactly. Like going to bed on time, you know, yeah, all the things that we're going to do. Yeah, no, for I me, um, I know, yeah, it's just, it just doesn't work. And, and I want right. to, I want to, especially because now we're on this massive kick of, um, this has actually been a major source of conversation between my husband and I, because he's on this kick of like only wanting to have food delivered like grocery store food. Like that, he wants to have a grocery I store. I think the world is on that kick, Kirsten. Right, but he's why. obsessed with it. He's like, this is so inefficient for you to go to the grocery store. And I'm kind of like, I love the grocery store. Like I love to meander the aisles with my audiobook in. And he's like, this is just an excuse for you to listen to audiobooks. Like you, you stop, go, you know. And But the problem is like, what, what I explained to him was I go to the grocery store and that's where my inspiration comes from, you know? Oh my God. But wait, how does that, how does it see you? That makes you a real chef because I would be inspired by a really good looking like zucchini or I don't even know peaches, but I wouldn't know what to do with them or how to pull them together if I didn't have like a recipe to well, go Just to with. clarify, it's not like I'm walking through like, you know, an outdoor market in Paris. Like I'm at, I'm at, I'm at Fry's. I'm at but Safe that's what I'm saying. So when you're at Fry's and you see like a small can of chopped green chilies, you just instantaneously know the 10 other ingredients you're supposed to pull together. It's like, cause I'd get home and I'd be like, mm, I forgot the pork. These were going to be pork tacos and we're done. You know what? Okay. Yes, that definitely does happen more. Like it's not an efficient system. It's definitely not an efficient system, but at the same time, Graham, there's this amazing thing that I carry with me in my, in my uh, purse and mm-hmm. it's called a telephone. And um, <gasps> I have access to like literally every recipe ever made. So okay. So that's fair. So that's what you're doing. You're in the supermarket. You right, look at something like, like you- why don't you just sit down and yep. And just plan it all while you're sitting yep. at your desk. Yep. And, and yep. the other thing too is like, I, I also think what he wants is he wants to have, because the apps, we can like link them. And so he mm-hmm. wants to be able to say like, we need more soap or, you know, he wants to like put in his orders too. Yeah. And so I think that also would be a really good way of communicating. Because we used to, when we were first married, we were so good at it. We used to have in our kitchen, like a, you know, like a whiteboard or not a whiteboard. It was like, um, it was a magnet board, but it had one of those long pads of paper that you can rip off anyway. 
And, oh, and you'd write your little grocery list? Yes. And so style? he noticed, oh, we're out of something. He would just write it down instead of like, tell me and maybe I'll remember. And if he, you know, knew he wanted to. But so what's cool about all these apps, which is why I actually side with Boots and not with you, is because it keeps like, for example, I'll realize that, oh, we haven't had soap in a while, which I know you find hilariously funny that my family really is out of soap a lot. Um, and so what well, I'll, I'll do, do is- not because of use, just because of- yeah, just because we choose not to carry it. No, but we will not have had bars of It's a seasonal product. We don't always have it in stock. <laughs> and so what I do is I quickly go online. I just pop it into my cart. And so like, but it holds every, these online grocery delivery apps will hold stuff in your cart, you know, like where I'll yeah. realize we're low on toilet paper. So I'll put it in, but I might not place the order immediately. It's not like you're doing an Amazon type thing where yeah, stuff is just yeah. like instantaneously coming to you. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of saving up. And so I've started like stockpiling all the things I need. I'm so much more. Well, now that I've totally poo-pooed it and said like why it won't work for me is he made me do it. He's like, just give it a try. Just see. And I actually did an Instagram story. So if anyone follows on follows us on Instagram, you can see my experience with going to going to Walmart. Um, oh, it's so amazing. It was amazing. And it, well, it was you. It was you who's like, because I'm crazy for it. I'm crazy I for it. it. I, so we have a really scary Walmart by our house. And I've been like told many times not to go there by my in-laws. Like nobody really likes the idea. And I mean, when we get out, I you know, and I go inside for shopping. I'll, I the boys always know. I say, boys, what do we say when we pull into Walmart? And they go, keep a tight perimeter. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, I mean, but it's like the truth is. Wait, but is that the one you go to to pick up your groceries? Yes. And it's and a it's totally amazing. different feeling, right? Oh, I feel like I'm shopping at Neiman Marcus. I kid you not. Like, I don't know what is going on at Walmart. I buy everyone. Here's an insider trading tip. Buy stock in Walmart. It's going back. They're back, baby. Grim, I, mean, I totally, I totally felt the same way. I felt so luxurious. Someone gave me a rocket a little pop. bit too long and she was like, I am so sorry. I am so sorry. Like, it's like, what are they, what are they like pulling some, some Walmart employees aside and saying, Hey guys, like we know the rest of the employees aren't so great, but you guys are going to be stellar. It's as if Chick-fil-A and Cracker Barrel got to these special people and said, you guys are the elite A team. (laughs) Totally. Totally. So she was so apologetic. She gave me this massive bag of samples, which frankly probably cost more than the groceries I've been bought. And then she's like, let me get you a water. I just hate the idea of you being out here hot. (laughs) <laughs> I know when they're the ones loading the groceries into your car. It's terrible. It's, it's terrible. Oh, and I've tried, to, I've tried to tip them and they're like, ma'am, we don't take we tips. We don't take tips. I know. I'm like, really, really, you don't take tips? And they really don't. They will not take tips. And yes, no, they won't let me get out of the car to help them load the groceries. Like I've tried to do that too. Cause I hate, my mom always said like, don't watch other people work. Like oh, I, if yeah, somebody else is working, you should always work. So I, I was like, please let me at least get out of my car and help you load. They don't want it. Hey, you know what? That's why I like you. I can't watch other people work either. Oh, it's like a terror. I can't sit around and watch other people work. Like, I don't mind. I don't mind having someone come work and I leave and go do something else. Well, ignorance <laughs> is blessed, but um. right. but the idea of me being in my house like somebody like cleaning and I'm not cleaning. I can't. Yeah, do it. no, I got to clean too. I'm with you. Too um, yeah, um, no, but so but the other thing Boots wanted, he he even thought it was a waste of time for me to go to the delivery again. Like I don't have a real job, so I'm like, honey, you're you're just off on your math here. It's definitely worth my time, but um. But we did do the delivery too. And the delivery was also excellent. But I will say I had a coupon for free delivery. So I'm like, what the heck? I'll try it. And um, it was $10 or the delivery was $10 and my coupon was $10 off. So I broke even. Um, But then I had to like tip the guy. So it ended up being like $15 for the delivery. And that to me was like, oh yeah. "Yeah." And then I kind of had to like be home at the right time and I had to unpack it anyway. Whereas like the 10 minutes to drive there and again, feel like I'm basically a celebrity was, was worth it. Well, okay, so I had, this is so, I swear, dear, wonderful listeners, we will get to the point um, very soon. But I have, I actually do have something I want your opinion on that I haven't asked you about. So I was at Walmart the other day. I was getting my groceries put in the car. It was around Memorial Day and the sweet woman came out and she gave me a rocket pop. Like she gave me a popsicle in case I was getting hot. And she gave me a small American flag, you know, like one of the ones that you wave in a parade. Uh-huh. This is going to make me sound like a horrible person, but I'm just letting you in on this. I don't like when people give me flags because <laughs> because it really, you know how you can only dispose of flags in like a special way? 
Like they have to be burned. You know, like if you know about flags, like anyone who knows about flags knows that like you don't mess around with flags. Like you can't just put them in the trash can. Yeah. So, and I am not like a clutter person. So I don't like a lot of like little things hanging out around my house. And so I kept trying to give the flag back and she wouldn't take it because I knew then I would have to like burn it in the backyard. So I never, this is just a weird Graham quirk that I'm not only sharing with you, but whomever happens to be listening is I never, if I'm at a parade, except small American flags. <laughs> oh, Graham, you know what? It's your patriotic duty to deal with that flag. No, I mean, but I love flags. No, I love no, them. But I, I actually, when you, when you were going to say that, I, I, I hoped that's what you were going to say because. What's, but that's the question. What's the protocol? Quirk, it stresses me out too, because I know there is something I should do and I want to just look the other way, but then I feel like. I'm a bad American. And then I did the shadiest thing. So I didn't throw it in my normal trash can, you know, like like one beside my bed. I like put it in the one in our laundry room, which is one of those deep plastic bags. And then I put some like lint on top of it and a bunch of other things. So nobody else would see that I throw out the flag. <laughs> I mean, is that a jailable offense? It might be. I'm sorry that I've admitted this. Um, do you think there's a, there's a clause if the flag was actually made in China? Good point. Good point. There's got to, we got to look this up. There's got to be the etiquette of like disposing of tiny wavable flags. Well, we have a flag pole. Like a, we have, a, we have a flag pole. I know it's so cool. I want one so badly. Wait, no, no, so no. Our flag pole is the kind of flag pole you have at like a car dealership. Like it's ridiculous. It is so <laughs> not to scale for a home. Of course and you have a flag pole. You, do you, have you not seen our flag pole? Maybe I came before. Oh, we had to have like a special company come in from like two hours away to install it because like everyone's like, "Uh, yeah, we don't install these residential properties. Like (laughs) it's ridiculous. You're lucky you got zoning approval. Oh, 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 well, I won't even get into what the neighbors said about it. But here's, here's the piece de resistance is Mm -hmm. it's a nautical flag in the middle of a desert. As if anyone is surprised. Like, did you even need to say that? (laughs) nobody was confused as to what type of flag you had. I knew you also probably have a backup reserve pirate flag somewhere. Oh, we have um, an entire flag. We have a flag section in our I know. Head. I'm kind of thinking I can get you some good flags. Okay. I am going to get us back Let's on track. We got this. Meal planning. Here's what we're going to discuss really fast. A while ago, we did the meal planning episode. It was a hit. I will say there are not many things I claim I'm a subject matter expert in. I can meal plan like a boss like a boss. So basically what you do, this is a- oh, Wait, can I say one thing just to endorse system. this? Even though mm-hmm. I, she's been telling me about this for years and I haven't done it yet, I will say, I think that people can come up with great strategies and great plans, but like, does it work? And for you, what I'm, what I'm so impressed about this is, and why I think we're giving it even a second show is because you've been on the plan for how many years? I would say nine years now. And it is still going strong and you're still totally loyal to it. And it evolves- which it changes, awesome. right? It's a living document, much like the Constitution. Um, <laughs> we should just save this episode for July 4th. This Graham. is the patriotic episode. Um, okay, so just I'm going to give – so if for anyone listening, if you want to hear like the very, very, very nuts and bolts, because we're going to a little more advanced yeah. tips and tricks, go back to the menu. Plan. No, no, no. No, give the 30-second spiel on how to do it. Okay. Because we have a down. lot of new listeners than we did two years ago. Okay, you and sit down. And if you down. don't care, then just press forward 30 Three times. Just, just wait. Yeah. <laughs> so basically you go through your, you sit down at a table, a quiet table, and you write down anything that constitutes a meal. So write, you write down like the wonderful things your family eats main nights. So let's, let's say tacos. We know people do that. Hamburgers, family pizza night, grilled cheese with tomato soup night, whatever it may be, whatever your 10 fancy recipes that your mom used to make, you write them all down. And you even, then what I do is you try to like think even about like a restaurant. Sometimes this is helpful if you can't jog your memory. Go pull up like the Chili's website and go look at their dinner menu. And I guarantee you it will give you some new ideas like shepherd's pie, you know, some easy ones. And what you're going to do is you're going to list them out. You're going to try to get maybe 60 to 70 meals. But now here's the thing. You're not going to like go gangbusters. It is perfectly fine for one night to be hot dog and chips night. And in fact, you're going to need to have those nights. Like you cannot have a full week of difficult recipes. So what you do, you just list out the names of what you'd like to eat. Like, for example, steak on the grill and a side of broccoli and a baked potato. I mean, whatever it might be. Grilled shrimp. Easy stuff. Easy stuff. Harder stuff. Whatever. And then you take it and you sit down and you divide that list of 60 meals. So I guess what? Or 70 meals? Well, that'll give you 10. Well, you don't. You really only need five or six meals a week because let's say you eat out one night. 
um, then what you do is you divide it into weeks, but you sit down and you look at it thoughtfully. Like you don't put, you don't just go down the list and say the first five are week one, the second five are week two, the third five are week three. What you need to do is just take that list and then do like, you want to make sure you have a couple easy meals in each week. And then you want to have like a couple harder meals that maybe you even cook off a recipe for in each week. And then you want to have a couple absolute no-brainers, like hot dog night or grilled cheese night, where you don't and even have to think about it. Is that probably also where you would like say, okay, I already did a, a beef, now I want to do a chicken, I want to do a vegetarian. Exactly. Because I messed up. There's one flaw, but I fixed it. Um, I had one week where we had like beef four times. And it was like, I was never excited when that week it was rolled the around. Best week of your life. It was the best week ever. <laughs> the cattlemen of America were thrilled. No, but what you do is, um, you know, you list those out and then what you do, okay, so you've broken out your weeks. What you're going to do is you're going to sit down, you're going to look at all the recipes in week one and you're going to make an ingredients list. So like, let's just say it is the grilled cheese and tomato soup night. You're going to need to list out bread, butter, cheese, I don't know, spicy pickles. If you put them on potato chips and a can of Campbell's tomato soup, and you're going to need to like mix in a cup of milk. So you're going to need to even know you need milk. You list everything you need. Okay under that night. And you do it for all of your meals in the week. And then what you're going to do is once you've done that is you're going to print out that copy like 10 times and basically put it in a binder. And that's your shopping list for the week. And so at the top of every week, what I do is I pull out the ingredient list and then I just like highlight what I already have. Like it's kind of a no brainer. I usually always have milk in the house. Why do you do do 10 copies? Well, so you're not even having to, I'm a paper person. So maybe if you just want to look at it on your phone or whatever, you could do it that way. But like what I'll do is I whip out a piece of paper at the top of like week one, I pull out the week one ingredient list. And then I just take a yellow highlighter and like I highlight, I go through each thing and I'm like, okay, I need one pack of beef, you know, for taco night. I need three tomatoes to make this. And I only highlight the things I need. And so that becomes the shopping list for the week. All I so need to you're buy having is to go in and make copies like once a year or something. Yeah, like once a year. I mean, it takes okay. forever because if you have seven, I mean, yeah, you're not having to do that. Yes, that's a good question. But then the other thing you do is- Thank any- you. <laughs> Unlike that mean reviewer said it was too dumb. That was, a, that was a good question, Kirsten. Yeah, so like once a year, you've got to go and refresh your, your list, but you've basically made your shopping list. And then in the margins, you know, in the, pa- in the piece of paper you have, if you need toilet paper or toothpaste or whatever, I just kind of like write that on my list and that's what I do. Um, but then also in your binder, if you have like, let's say three out of your six recipes for the week are things that, you know, you don't know how to make offhand just without thinking about it, print those recipes out and put them in sleeves in your binder. I mean, so, as you're saying this, I'm like, why haven't I done this yet? So that you're not, right, so that you're not flipping right. all over. Like you've got to make this as easy and fast and user-friendly as you possibly can, right? Well, and- also you came up with this system, what did you say, nine years ago? And at that mm-hmm. point you were still having to go to the grocery store. So with what we just talked about with like ordering your groceries online, this actually would be- Oh, I, I can magnify the time savings because you wouldn't, you wouldn't, you know what, Graham, you wouldn't even need to print 10. Co- I'm gonna make this yeah, you don't need to print it. Yeah. Because you, you could online. just go through it and instead of highlighting, just add it to your cart, add it to your cart. Yeah. And have it delivered to it. That's what I, that's, so that's basically why I thought to start doing this because now I've taken a system that's already good and I've made it insane. <laughs> like gangbusters. Amazing. Like I can entertain at the drop of a hat. Like I always know what I'm eating. And that's the thing. There's fluidity with it. Like if let's say it's Tuesday and for whatever reason, like the kids were out and someone fed them grilled cheese for lunch and I'm supposed to make grilled cheese for dinner that night. I'm just using grilled cheese as a very prime example because I have young children. We eat a lot of grilled cheese. Um, You know, I can flip it out. You know, it's not like I, you know, I have all the ingredients to make the next meal of that week. Okay. Let me ask you a question now. I have in my freezer, I, I went through each of my, dra- I have a weird freezer. They're like drawers and I put labels on each one just because my freezer was a mess. And one of my labels, I didn't even realize this was like a category in my life until I actually labeled it, but it was, it's quick, quick cook meals or whatever. And it's things like the orange flavored chicken from Trader Joe's. Do you have like a oh, yeah. back supply of like emergency or no? Oh, pull cord meals a hundred times over. Yeah. That will like Wait, when what I did you just call it a pull cord. I put, okay. like the pull cord. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> well, also, I also have like babysitter nights built in there because you know how you always have to like make a meal for the babysitter, you know, something that the babysitter can easily feel, feed the kids. Mm-hmm. 
type thing. I mean, I always have hot dogs on hand and that's the other thing. There's certain things I have. Like I always have a bag of chicken nuggets. I always have hot dogs. Okay. I always have, um, and things, those kids. are probably also things that end up being eaten for lunch and right. Exactly. Okay. So you, okay. and you have lunch food and that kind of thing. But one thing I think is it's okay to plan for eating out as part of your meal. You know, I mean, let's be honest. A lot of people eat out a couple times a week. I mean, add that in like two nights a week, you're going to eat out. You can, it's okay to put that on your meal plan. Mm-hmm. Um, in I the think, summer when my kids do swim team, like they're just the days where I'm like, there's a snack bar. Right. Okay. Well, here's another advanced tip is sometimes like the week gets crazy. Everything goes off the rails and you, and your week bleeds into the next week. Right. So I'll end up having three meals that I never got to make that I thought I was going to make. Well, that's fine. So when next week comes around, I just pull out week two and I only pick like the two meals that I'm most excited about because I already have three left over. I have a question. Since you've been doing this for nine years, are there meals now that every time you see them, you're like, I hate that meal. And it's, do you just take it out or just ignore it? I'll ignore it. That's the thing. I've added some, a few more exciting things. Like I'm going to say a roasted chicken. Like I love Costco roast chicken. That's amazing. Like that's an easy one that I'm kind of into right now. And then the other thing I do think you mean is rotisserie fun. chicken. Yeah. Rotisserie chicken. Like okay. there is nothing. Let's, let's like take a moment and bow down to the rotisserie chicken. Oh, the rotisserie chicken. What do we do? You can make so many recipes from that. Oh, that's the other smart hack that I have is if you're really good with your thing, like you'll have a night where you serve Costco roasted because Costco makes good roast chicken. You'll do like a Costco roasted chicken, you know, with whatever your side dishes are, but then you'll save enough of the chicken to, for the next night to make Thanksgiving sandwiches. So you got to be able, you can be sharp or like I make brisket some nights and then two nights later I'll make like brisket sub sandwiches with like melted provolone cheese or something. Right, right. Um, so you do you remember, we used to get, I mean, even when we were in college, we would get rotisserie chickens and like a big thing of goat cheese. Do you remember that? I do. We ate a lot of food in college. I remember procuring a lot of food in college. <laughs> I don't know. I, thought, I, I mean, I feel like we've been on the rotisserie chicken train for a long time. We have, but I feel like it's gotten better lately. Well, I forgot about it until someone brought it to me like when I had a baby. You know, they were like, here's a rotisserie chicken and a bag salad. And like, I didn't, I didn't just give you a fish. I taught you to fish, you know, <laughs> Save the day. But, do you, but you go in, do you go in jags for different things that you get really into and then you just forget about? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like I'll learn to make something. It's the same way with outfits. Like I wore an outfit yesterday and I put it on mid afternoon and I just woke up this morning and I'm like, it's still clean, still wearing it. Yeah. No, nobody really, nobody really saw me in it. Like it was fine. I'm wearing it again today. Yeah. Yeah. That's so sad. Um, one thing we've started, the other thing is you can be fun when you menu plan like this. So I found that it's fun. I know it sounds ridiculous. I can't believe this is us. What are we saying? But this is a good system. So I do actually feel like excited to say it. You can plan, like think about holidays, like Cinco de Mayo, St. Patrick's day. You could have green eggs and ham day for dinner, international waffle Tuesday, fondue night, eat with your hands night, like no manners night. Like if you've planned out your menu, you can come up with all these like fun things to do at dinner and you're a fun mom not really yeah yeah. um you know i might have said this on our other meal planning episode but did i tell you what my mom always used to make us which must go what's must go when she would be like when she's like tonight we're having must go and she would always say it in a very very fancy accent but she's like this must go that must go and we're like all eat something different because it just must go Oh, that's amazing, Moscow. Yeah, I Moscow, love it. Like, it's Moscow for dinner tonight. And we'd like fight over who got what Moscow. So. We have a really like kind of low brow food that we eat called, I think I've told you this, noodles, cottage cheese, and ketchup. Noodles, cottage cheese, and ketchup. Just it was ketchup. Richard Nixon's favorite food. I don't know if that says <laughs> a lot, um, but it's a depression era food. You have to take egg noodles and you cook those. <laughs> Richard Nixon's favorite food. Yeah. And then, um, and then you mix together a whole thing of cottage cheese and like a lot of ketchup and it makes like a lovely sauce. And, and then you pour that over the egg noodles. I double toucan dare you to make that meal and not like it. Really? Disgusting. Oh, I like, I grew up on it. I mean, my children beg for noodles, cottage cheese and ketchup. Okay. I might see, I've got one kid that doesn't eat ketchup or cheese. He won't know. They blend together in this perfect pink sauce. You won't even know anything red. It's pink. Although, oh wait, and we got to do, we have to do our um, a mid-roll sponsor now. I need to talk about Carbona. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, <laughs> all right. We love Carbona. I've been using my stain devils a lot lately. 
because um, the other night Patton threw up in the middle of the night. It was like 1230 in the morning. And I, I like, you know, you're bleary eyed, you're trying to clean up vomit. And I remember thinking to myself, A, there's no stain double for vomit. They really need to make one. But B- Is there not? No, there was, I was wishing there was a stain devil for vomit. There's but none. Is vomit that hard to get out? It's just disgusting. I don't think well, it's a stainer. Okay, but here's the problem. I was trying to dissect what he had eaten so that I could apply the appropriate stain devil. <laughs> That's disgusting. Okay, wait, wait. We got we to gotta clarify because people are just thinking we're really weird right now. Um, what Carbona is, is it's, um, it's a household brand that's been helping people live a life unstained for more than a century. They're wholeheartedly obsessed with all things clean. So basically, all the products from Carbona are very specific. And the Stain Devils, which Graham is talking about, is a specialty stain remover. It's the number one specialty stain remover. And it's like, so example, going with throw up chocolate. You would use the chocolate stain I remover. I was searching. <laughs> I was like, is there cotton in here? Patent. I didn't mean to throw cotton in there. You're fine. You're you know. fine. If Graham threw up red wine, you would use the red wine. If my dog threw up crayons, you would use the crayon. It's brilliant. Okay, but we don't need to make this about vomit. Um, but it isn't, that's one of our products that we love. And then, and you know what I got to tell you about is, which has been a life changer for me. Mm-hmm. Guys, this is seriously a tip. Um, the color grabber, you know that I live in massive anxiety over mixing reds and whites. You were nuts about this, and it really does work. You similar, we talked about similar to the ketchup and cottage cheese. Okay, I've been terrified about this, and I've been saying I'm going to try the color grabber, which is basically just this little sheet. It looks like a dryer sheet. You stick it in with your wash, and it sucks up the color, and they don't blend. It's insane. And I and Graham swore by it. She's like, "Do it, do it," and I like couldn't do it. I did not have the guts. Then finally, I was like, "All right, fine, I'm going to do it." And to be fair, I did with clothes I didn't care about because I still didn't believe it. It works. Amazing. And it literally has changed my life because now I can not have to separate. It's really, it is the coolest product. Anyway, there's carpet steam cleaner, washing machine cleaner, two-in-one pet stain, odor remover, carpet cleaner. I mean, there's so many products and they're all awesome. Um, so go to Carbona.com, which is C-A-R-B-O-N-A.com. Again, that's Carbona.com. And you're going to want to use the code welcome home, one word, and you will save 20%. So again, the code is welcome home at Carbona.com and you will save 20%. We love this product's line and we hope you guys enjoy it. Um, we also have on the very other end of the spectrum from vomit. We have we have fine we have fine jewels. Um, we have partnered with Anna Luisa. It's, just, it's kind of symbolizes it's kind of symbolizes our life, Graham. You know, we go like, well, we go high, we go low. But there's nothing low about Carbona. But I mean, you can clean the ground, which is right. usually where I'm I spend a lot of my time cleaning. Or I'm scrubbing my carpet. Yeah, but I'm not. <laughs> I really usually am on my hands and knees cleaning while wearing like my new gold tubes, um, which I do love. Anna Luisa brings exceptional jewelry into the life of any woman, one collection at a time. Uh, it's made by people or executives who come from the high fashion jewelry industry. Um, their products come from the same jewelers that make Tiffany's and Louis Vuitton. So they're extremely confident in their quality and they offer a complimentary one-year warranty on every single product. They craft jewelry. You really do need to check out this website that you find nowhere else and you'll want to keep it for years. They use very, very high quality. Like I got a pair of solid gold hoops. So, I mean, there's, what can you say about that? Uh, big brands charge you 10 times the cost of production, but Anna Luisa doesn't have that. They have no retail market because they're purely online. So they keep prices as fair and accessible as possible. Um, we have a wonderful deal for our guests today. If you go to www.analuisa.com slash welcome home, you'll get $10 off your first, first purchase. Um, or you use the code welcome home 10. So it's analuisa.com slash welcome home. Use the promo code welcome home 10 and you'll get $10 off your, off your purchase. Um, so that's a pretty good deal. Also the, um, the jewelry is highly affordable. They're really good price point and they're beautiful things and they're not like super trendy. They're pretty classic and lovely. And anyway, they've got it. But also there's, there's a wide variety. Check it out. It's beautiful stuff. And um, we love having like a coupon it. code. So thank you, Ana Luisa. All right, right Graham. So what else? Okay. So more amazing tips. From- okay, so I've funny you- games, Graham. Oh, well, one week I did was a new week I've thrown in my rotation lately is Shark Week, which I think is really, really fun. <laughs> we eat a fish every night, a different type of fish. <laughs> My kids love Shark Week. Like Harrison loves Shark Week. It's really good. Okay, they get excited. Wait, wait, wait. Let's let's dig in here a little bit because this is this is where I'm gonna pick your brain because well, okay, we've talked about this before. When we were in college, this is how you found out like what was the best new makeup. You know, you'd say, What are you putting on right now? Or you know, mm-hmm. what skincare are you using right now? Right. We don't learn anymore. We don't learn. And so I'm going to use this as an opportunity to find out what mascara you're wearing. 
Okay. Um, how, five fish that kids will eat. I mean, okay. Well, obviously salmon, enough. like the frozen salmon that you can get in the bag from again Costco or like Sam's Club. We love that. It's very high quality. It's extraordinarily high quality. So we do that. Um, my kids will eat like any like tilapia grouper type, just very plain. Throw it on the grill. They'll eat that very easily. They love it. Mm-hmm. Um, the, I mean, Cohen will. Eat, I mean, Cohen eats like calamari. So he'll eat octopus. He'll eat a full on. He doesn't even need it fried. He'll eat a broiled octopus tentacle. In fact, I watched him house a full tentacle. <laughs> it was so weird. <laughs> um, let's see. I mean, they, you know, we don't eat it that often, but they would eat a lobster probably if I presented one to them, but that's kind of a rare, they won't eat raw oysters or anything like that. But I mean, grouper, swordfish. Oh, I my lobster buy price. When lobster's on sale, like we're eating lobster. That's my favorite. Do you? Yes. Okay. So that's funny. There are places that treat lobster as a trading commodity. Like when I was home recently, my brother's like, we need to get lobster. I can get them for $8. Yeah. Okay. No, I have, I totally have my lobster buy price. And when it's there's, like, lo- yeah, no, for sure. There's people who follow the price of lobster. Yeah. No, I, I am those people. Yeah. I, that's, that's good people. I knew I liked you for a reason. Um, so that's a lot that's of fish. Food. I mean, you know, they'll eat salmon because I know we're supposed to eat salmon, but as long as no one's listening and we all already know that Graham hates America, um, (laughs) I, I don't like salmon. I mean, I know I need to. I I don't even understand that. I feel like you, if you had to, if you asked me what are Kirsten's top five foods, I would have said put salmon in the top five. No, I, 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 I'm not. I'm not a bad person, so I pretend to like salmon, but salmon's disgusting. I feel like you're eating it all the time. Well, because I have like a, I have to like, you know, salmon isn't it like basically the perfect food. I think so. Yeah. I mean, it really is the perfect food. Okay, so how do your kids eat salmon? I mean, I'll bake it in the oven. I mean, with salt and pepper and they eat it plain. They love, well, then they put ketchup on it, which Wait, is so disgusting. Wait, you're kidding me. Your kids eat plain salmon? Yeah, they do. They totally do. No sauce whatsoever. I mean, they'll throw it on the grill, like salt and pepper, olive oil. That's it. Oh, they see, don't I have it. to like soak it in, um, in like teriyaki sauce or and it, like maple syrup. Like they only do like the sweet salmon where it basically like oh the glaze, like the hoisin sauce and stuff. Yeah, like has to be like a sweet Asian sauce. Now I will say I have a nephew who's adorable who's three and his favorite food is smoked salmon. It's pretty hilarious. That's weird because mine will not eat smoked salmon. We yeah, they do not like that at all. But I appreciate that. Yeah, it's an um, interesting choice for a three-year-old. All right. Well, we did the other night. Don't forget board night. I think that's really fun. You could do board games and boards. So we do like a giant cheese board, you know, just make like a gorgeous um, cheese board or like a gorgeous veggie and dip board or like potato chips with different dips. I mean, that counts as a dinner. Dinner doesn't have to be a huge ordeal. Maybe that's why dinner stresses out people out so much is they make it like such a big deal. That's funny because this morning I had like an extra 10 minutes and I randomly had like some pre-sliced up bell peppers, like the different colored ones, whatever, and mm-hmm. some onions because was we had done this taco night thing. And so I sauteed them and I had some tortillas and I'm like, I'm going to do a breakfast burrito bar because I already had the cilantro, I already had whatever. And I have to say, I already had fruit cut. I, I made everyone take a brief moment and look at their beautiful plate and thank me because it was a such breakfast. a beautiful breakfast. But I was like, also, remember this is dinner because I'm not doing it again today. So yeah. <laughs> you get one meal, one great meal a day for me. That's for sure. And the totally. rest are like catch as catch can. Well, I love that your kids will do a chartreuse board. I love the fact that your kids will eat a breakfast burrito. Like, that's amazing. Oh, they with, love breakfast burritos. With peppers and onions? No, Boots just ate the peppers and onions. Okay, because uh, my they, child saw pepper or an onion anywhere. They would run for the hills. Oh, no, Hugh loves onions. But no, they, but it, theirs were just like, you know, I put the little bacon bits and in, in, um, little green peppers in. Well, I, I, wish yeah, I, I guess the, gran- the green little chili pepper things. Or, Man, or- I wish you would have cooked me breakfast today. You're making me hungry. It was honestly, it was one, it was my, one of my finer moments as a human being. Okay. These things um, are amazing. Okay. Me, I'm excited about the next thing on your list. Oh, of course you are. Shrimp boil, crawfish Ooh. boil, oyster night. I mean, just about, well, and, oh, and here's the other thing to remember. If we have little kids, a lot of us do you still don't have to have sucky weeknight dinners. Like it's fun every now and then to go to the supermarket if you add it in and like get six or eight oysters for you and your husband and then have, I don't know, a piece of grilled salmon for your children or who cares? A case of grilled salmon for your children. That's really relatable to none of us, Graham. Or whatever. That's fine. Or a hot dog. I'm I'm honestly just jealous. I'm jealous that your kids like salmon more than I do. But if you plan it out, it's so easy. No, you're totally right. Like, and it also kind of, sometimes I just, I've got to try foods with my kids, but once we've tried it, then I'm not going to like 
I'm not going to torture myself. And I'm also not going to deny myself ever getting to eat that again. Like we have tried lamb a couple times. My kids can't stand it. You like and lamb, I, don't you love it? Huh? <laughs> that's, the, that's the thing from Titanic, you know, when that mean guy orders for her and he's like, you like lamb, don't you love it? <laughs> You know, the one that she doesn't like before yeah, she... No, I, I know. I, do you think you yeah. need to refresh me on Titanic? I, I haven't seen that movie in a thousand years. I need oh, to really? That's, how, how long has it been since you've seen Titanic? Uh, six months. We need to watch that. I try to do a Titanic every you six do. months. That's just to remember. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what were we talking about? Lamb. Oh, yeah. So lamb. Um, I, I make it and I just don't even bother with my kids anymore. What about like lamb... Um, not kebabs, but you know, when lamb, um, what do you call it? Shanks? Not shanks. No. Lamb. Oh, lollipops? Rack of lamb. Yeah, yeah. Rack of lamb. That's yeah, very I, I tried. I tried to sell it that way. I'm like, they're lamb lollipops. And they're like, this is not. But honestly, you know what? I'm fine if they don't like it right now. That stuff's a fortune. Like, right. You know, that, well, that's, that's, okay. Yeah, that's the point that I'm family that is five, like, like, don't, You can't bankrupt yourself on lamb. A hundred percent. Yeah. No, that was the point. It was like, I'd much rather buy a couple for my husband and I than like, than be like, eat it, eat it. You're okay, not getting so, up till you eat it. Well, how about this? We haven't discussed this on the show yet. What about the weird transition time when your children stop ordering like kids meals and start ordering like from the big boy, big girl menu? I find that to be a very nerve wracking time. In my, like, so for example, well, you, brought up, I, you brought up the cost. It's super annoying. Well, that's what I'm saying. So Cohen has decided that he is a real gastronome now. And because he likes fish, which he's very proud of himself for, that he doesn't have to be scared of restaurants anymore, which I wasn't really sure why he was scared of restaurants, but I always think he, he, he had in the back of his mind that he'd go somewhere and not get what he wanted. You know, if we took him to like a nicer restaurant and now he knows he can get fish and he knows nice restaurants serve fish. So he can always just order a plain piece of fish. And that is like, that's honestly like his lovey. It, it grounds him. He feels very secure in this fact. He's said it to us a million times, but dear God, like, it's so expensive when they start ordering. <laughs> we were at a restaurant the other night and I tried to order him a little appetizer portion, you know, shrimp tempura for dinner. And the waiter goes, you know, it's a very small portion. Like, would you like to upgrade to an entree? And before I could say anything, he would already, you know, order double portion. <laughs> uh, yeah. My, we do that sometimes. I mean, I don't know. My oldest is such a picky eater. Occasionally he does. You know what? The one, the one thing my kids are really good about with eating is salads. They do eat salads. That's amazing. That's amazing. That, they love salads. Um, I'll so, take, you can take my fish. I'll take your salad. That's so amazing. if Hugh's going to be like a super pain about the kid's meal, then um, well, there's like always a chicken Caesar salad on the menu. You know, so we always, except for, except for he's like, are you going to put cheese on it? Are you going to put cheese on it? And then we have our cheese freak out. But um, okay. So that's one of your surprising meals. Like my kids would just assume like give themselves a lobotomy then they would eat a chicken Caesar salad. That's oh, very no, we, Yeah, no, no. We do chicken Caesar salad. Like when you talked about the rotisserie thing, like that's a, that's a go-to. Mm -hmm. Now, have you tried the chicken? Sorry, this is a little bit random, but have you tried the chicken on um, the splat cock? Is that how you say it? No, but I know what you're talking about. So where do you find that? Isn't that a the Trader German? Joe's. It's like already seasoned. It's got like the lemon rosemary. It's been ma marinated. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I saw it the other day. It looked very nice, actually. It's very good. And you just pop it in and then it's ready to roll and you get home. I put it in my crock pot and then I come home and it's like this amazing chicken thing. But the only problem is that- You don't have crispy skin. What? Are you eating the crispy skin? Oh my God. I could eat the skin off a bird. Wait, I'm That's over here eating suffering through salmon and you're eating crispy skin? Oh, I eat every single bit of a bird. In fact, I fight. I love the skin. The skin's the best part. Like, that's why disgusting. would you? I haven't eaten the skin since I was like six. Oh, that's disgusting that you don't. Okay, well, just just say that sentence. Eating the skin. That's gross. And then also, that's like it's like it's not one hundred and one. Don't be disgusting. No, it's good for you. I think that's where all the vitamins are. Um. <laughs> check that <laughs> i i mean you know when cone was little his nickname was hannibal lecter because he one time ate the skin off an entire bird <laughs> i feel like i'm very surprised to learn to eat the skin that's it eh, maybe not oh know. man that's the only part worth eating in fact i'll actually pick a piece like i'll take the skin off the entire top of the bird and just try to get a little meat just to balance it out well okay then you might not be a fan of this chicken cooked in this particular way but i was gonna say i really like it but at the end of the day, I think it was like $18 for the chicken. Yes. It was not enough food for five of us. Yeah, that's funny. I picked it Trader up Joe's, the other day at Trader Joe's. too small. 
It's the only, no, no, no. It's the only thing that I picked up and put back down because I was like, hmm, this is a disproportionately expensive product compared okay, to the other stuff. Yes. I literally picked it up because they were pushing it at our Trader Joe's and I thought, I'll get this. And then I thought, no, no, this will not work. We yeah, also seems, have to look at the price per pound and it was like, it seems, eight, yeah, it was eight ninety nine or something per pound versus like chicken you can get for two ninety nine a pound. Right. And if it were my entire dinner, then maybe I'd pay the premium, you know, to have it like it's done. It was easy. I got convenience out of it, but like it wasn't enough food for five of us. No, absolutely not. No, no, no. So that's my only kind of complaint about Trader Joe's is it was, it was great when we were like a married couple with like a small child or two small children that were just eating a little bit. But now mm-hmm. it's just hard with the portions. Yeah, that's true. So the American that's my portions. Okay. All right. So my other hack is like, I really do think for inspiration, I think this has been really fun is people always look when they're going out to a restaurant at the menu online, like t- let that be, ins- like I found the best inspiration from restaurant menus. How much do you do at, from like Pinterest? And Nothing. Like, you don't Zero. do that. No. I don't understand why you'd cook from Pinterest. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? Like, yeah, I know you do that all the time. But you know I mean? like I feel like that's like 90% of Pinterest is like amazing recipes. By whom? Who where Everyone, are they coming from? Where are you see, like I'm so confused when you say these things that you're like I don't even go on Pinterest. What? I don't even use Pinterest. Well, see, I don't even have the app on my phone. Okay, so for example, if you wanted to say okay, oh, 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 oh. Sorry. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. Um I, I don't know how I missed this. I tried the grilled chicken um, from Chick-fil-A, the grilled chicken nuggets. Okay. Yeah. It sounds boring. Before. Yeah. It sounds terrible. Keep going. No, 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 no. It's not terrible, Graham. No, we know they don't do anything terrible. So it, it probably is, is They're good. the best things I've ever had. And I was like, oh, you know, I was trying to be healthy and clearly mm-hmm. I missed the boat because these are so good. They're probably like, you know, when you like order something trying to be healthy and then you realize it has like more calories than if you just yes. ordered what you really wanted and you're so well, like, like restaurant salads. <laughs> yeah, rest, exactly. Restaurant salads. So I'm like, oh, I totally got restaurant saladed. The steak has yes. just gotten the fried. And then I looked and it was like 130 calories. And I was like, what? Okay. There's something going on here. There's something going on here. And so I started researching it and they spent like millions of dollars coming up with this marinade to keep it really light and have it be amazing. What? And the secret is pickle juice. They marinate it in pickle juice and a couple You're other things. You've got to go. But anyway, so for example, Graham. AK vinegar. On, keep going. I went on Pinterest uh-huh. and I Googled copycat Chick-fil-A chicken or not Googled. I searched. Oh, you've been in copycat Chick-fil-A everything for a while. Oh, now. yeah. yeah. The copy. No, no, no. That was the copycat Chipotle. Oh, right, right, right. Copycat Chipotle. Also, I forgot excellent. about that. Excellent. So yeah, speaking of stealing things off menus, then then you go to Pinterest. So Graham's mm-hmm. going to the restaurant and taking a picture, probably with like her disposable camera of the <laughs> menu. But I, I will bring this back to 2019 and say, then you can go online and search that restaurant and then copycat and amazing. But yeah, the anyway, there was like four ingredients for this marinade and I'm so excited to make it. And thank you for reminding me because I'm going to put it on my list. That sounds wonderful. Well, you made me think to also mention vegetarian night. I think that's a nice idea. Now, do you really do that or are you just trying to be like thoughtful? I was trying to be thoughtful. Okay. I don't, I I don't really do that. that. My, I mean, my that, family acts like I, you know. I don't even know what I'd cook. I mean, I could probably put it together, but well, I don't I mean, know. It's if it's mac any, and cheese. It's, you know. I was trying to come up with a new idea. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it, it is important. Night, my night is more like I forgot the meat than as opposed to like <laughs> I came up with a really creative you know, well, it sounds like it would be something that would go along with Moscow night. We'd inadvertently have vegetarian like, night. I mean, pizza is vegetarian night. You know? That's true. Good point. Good point. Okay. It happens Mac often. Cheese, we don't even know. Lasagna. I have a good lasagna that we pick up. Oh, and also picking up casseroles is good. We do, we've started doing that. Although my kids don't really eat casseroles. But, Boots um, won't eat casseroles. Ugh, and Cohen and Harrison loves casseroles. Oh, see, anything that like, could have been served on Mad Men, he will not touch. <laughs> that's like the rule. Or, you know what I've seen everywhere lately that I have a lot of trouble understanding? Airplane chicken. Like people have been advertising airplane chicken. Now I learned, I did a little research on this. It actually refers to the cut of the meat. Like it's a little bit of thigh, a little bit of leg. But oh, like why? the chicken is the airplane. 
No, no, no. It does not supposed to look like an airplane. It's just <laughs> they used to cut those wait, back when flying was glamorous and they used to serve you chicken on an airplane. That was like the cut of meat that you could expect to get when you were riding on an airplane. It doesn't refer to like a seasoning or a type okay, of okay. airplane, but yeah. I've seen it pop up like five or six places as the special at a restaurant. And I want to tell these people, I'm like, no one wants to eat any kind of food that's associated with an airplane. <laughs> like, I don't know. It it's a marketing fun. disservice. If I you're on an airplane, it's fun. We can't get into this, Graham, because you and I have had this conversation before, and that's not true. What? Eating the idea of airplane, airplane food is really exciting and fun. I think it is exciting and fun. I love I know. it. So we've had this conversation. We can't, it's not true. But I wouldn't go out where you're paying like a fortune to eat at a restaurant and order airplane chicken. Okay. Maybe. Okay. Plan for seasonal adjustments in your meal planning. So I'll have, if one week I have gazpacho as like a summer dinner, a spacho with, you know, baguette, whatever it is, I'll also put the recipe in that same week for white bean chili. Because clearly you're not eating gazpacho. At the oh, same. okay. Okay. Like you've got to, you've got to like look, or for example, if you're making like a heavy meat dish, you're not going to want to eat that in July when it's a thousand degrees out. Got it. So you really have to, I mean, if this, you got to make, you got to sit down and put a little bit of effort into it. But once you take the time, you'll learn the tricks of the trade and it is foolproof. Okay. So just, just to kind of recap and figure out if this would actually save people time. Um, you will save money. You much, will make friends. <laughs> how much uh, time does it take in, in the beginning of the week? When do you do this? Do you have like a set day you do this like Sunday or something? Let's just hypothetically say Sunday. Yeah. Okay. I mean, to make now that I have it all set up. Yeah. Now and now that I'm ordering my groceries online with my on with my like little thing, I mean it takes me 15, 10 minutes, not even. That is it's pretty cake. Amazing. It's cake. I mean, I'm telling you, this is like foolproof. Once you get your system going, you are rolling. If anyone has any questions, email hello at the welcomehomepodcast.com. Hello at the welcomehomepodcast.com. Because we got a bajillion questions last time. But if anyone has any questions as to how to do this, um, just shoot us an email and we'll walk you through it. Okay, so let's wrap this up with our top five lightning round weeknight meals we're eating these days. And by the way, this is totally off the top of our head because I didn't see this outline until two seconds ago. Okay, so just go for it. So, and rip this, it. so this will be very genuine, probably what we're going to eat this week and last week. Chicken tikka masala. Um, we eat a lot of that. And tell me, is this like pre-made? No, it's like frozen Trader Joe's. Okay. Um, my children love it, but they will, they will eat that a lot. Um, we are doing, we're like super into tostados lately, you know, so you break a taco shell in half and put the refried beans and melted cheese. Okay. Okay. Tostados are huge. Um, we are doing, um, let's see, I'll do your, your chicken, Kirsten's chicken. That's what I call it. That Mary, chicken, chicken, chicken with white sauce. That's humongous dinner for us. Um, I might put that recipe in the show notes. That's a great. Would you, guys, would you guys like that? <laughs> would you like that? Anyone? Anyone out there? Anyone? Anyone listening? <laughs> no. Okay, I will put in the show notes because I will tell you this is the best chicken marinade you've ever had in your life. Maybe it is. Except for, except for wait now the trigger. except for old pickle now, juice. Except old Chick Fil A pickle juice. New, I might have been a contender. Well, no, it really is the greatest chicken. But also, I'll tell you, part of your preparation is what nailed it. So Kirsten showed me, and this is so simple, and I've never done it before taking the boneless skinless chicken breast and slicing it in half like lengthwise like don't half don't half it in the middle you half it so it becomes a thinner breast and it like soaks up the marinade so much better and it just tastes better and you realize you actually don't even need to eat a whole normal chicken breast yeah yeah and it like i just feel like I don't even cook full chicken breast anymore. Yeah, you get like more on the grill. It's just yeah. better across the board. That was a huge hack. Yes, that um, was an Anita thing. We, I think we've talked about her before too, but she was um, my pastor's wife who was randomly from Birmingham and um, and she would, you know, do a lot of entertaining her house because they had a church and um, she would, you know, bring people food for like ministry and she would always do this chicken and it was just like her go-to and she had two or three boys and she just would do it every week and keep them in her refrigerator and kind of swore it was her go-to and you just never get sick of it because you can chop it up and put it on a salad you know yeah, it's like ubiquitous chicken it's wonderful yes. it's, it's wonderful really good and you know what i've started doing is i take the excess marinade the white sauce that it comes with and i boil it gently on the stove and then you have like white sauce for dipping it in Ah. You have to boil it or you will die. Yeah, because that would be so Because it's marinated with raw chicken. <laughs> yeah, I'm not 100% sure that's like best We have maybe not endorsed Well, that, you could, it's, it's also this recipe is not hard. It's like mayonnaise and lemon juice, Graham. Like you could also just make another batch. 
Mm, nah. mm, just risk salmonella. I just try. It hasn't happened yet. It's okay because you're so hygienic that you probably have. Yeah. If my soap ever shows up for my online grocery delivery. <laughs> uh, what else? Um, ham sliders. Like we take the Hawaiian rolls. I put on ham and Swiss cheese. And then I put on like a poppy seed top, like Dijon mustard on top and roast it in the oven. Those are really good. But again, you're asking me what my top five weeknight meals are. I'm sitting here telling you I do my menu planning. So mm-hmm. we're always eating something new at the Smith House. You're so so I, I can't tell you what the top five are. Okay. How about um, you? Mine are, I probably would say three of them are variations on like a taco. And <laughs> <laughs> we're like very into that. You know, it'll be like, you know, turkey tacos or beef tacos. Uh-huh. Um, and my kids love, this is really not that healthy or that great, but taco in a bag. Have I told you about What's, taco in a bag? Oh, I think you do something about Doritos or Cheetos yeah, or something. So those little, those little um, bags of Doritos and they get to scrunch it up and mm-hmm. then they, then they open them and then I load them down. I put in lettuce. So, you know, to See, mix you're the, a good mom. Don't sell yourself the Doritos and then meat and they can, and also my kids love like, they love a salad bar. You know what I mean? Like they love the idea of like a toppings bar. So like I, I let them pick like, you want cheese, you want cilantro. And then they mix it up in there and then they essentially have a taco salad, but it has Doritos in it as like, as, imagine the crouton is a Dorito, right? So they really do eat a taco salad. And then my husband and I will just have a regular taco salad without Doritos in it. Um, and that's, I think that's why it's like my favorite food is because like I get to eat a healthy salad um, mm-hmm. and then they're, you know, not driving me crazy. So we do that. And I'll also do the same thing with um, shredded chicken that I'll cook with salsa. That's a big one. Um, oh, but it's the same great. concept is like a burrito bar or, or taco bar. What did we do before we allowed like Mexican culture to, and for example, we were talking about this the other day. We were at a Chinese restaurant and I hadn't eaten Chinese in so long. And we were talking about how Chinese is just a great food like we all grew up with. What do you think was the first ethnic food to become mainstream in the United States? Because like now we all make tacos. We all make, I mean, everyone yeah. makes that. That's yeah. kind of a basic, wonderful yeah. weeknight yeah. food. But don't you know, at some point like in the 1950s or 60s, some mom somewhere was like, I am going to make a taco. And the whole family was like, ooh, ah, what is this? You know, what? that's funny because my, my mom's from Philadelphia. My family's from the Northeast. And then we moved out here when I was three. And my mom talks about the day someone taught her how to make a quesadilla. And she was like, it changed my life. Like, you know, because it was like for, you know, like little kids. Well, we take it for granted now. No, because she said it really wasn't like a thing in the 70s in Philadelphia to have, to have like any Mexican food, but in the Southwest, it was more common. So yeah, for sure. But oh, wait, speaking of Chinese food, I feel like there's no Chinese restaurants anymore. I know. And especially good ones. I don't know. I don't know where they went and I don't know why they're not good anymore. I don't know what's going on. It's the saddest thing. Um, Okay. But then just to wrap it up, my last ones, I also do the grilled chicken. So yes, we must put that marinade in the show notes because it is just, you're welcome. It's It's, it's a great recipe. And then for everyone to pat yourself on the back, like whenever you come up with a lame meal, like for example, baked potato night, let's say that's lame, just put the word gourmet in front of it. And it could, you know, you could add some fun toppings, whatever it may be, but I found that gourmet really spices it all up. All right. Any questions? Hello at the welcomehomepodcast.com. And also if you wouldn't mind leaving us a review on iTunes and letting us know what you thought of the show. Letting me know if I seem smarter this time around. (laughs) (laughs) Or not, whatever. Happy summer, everyone. This is a good time for planning. It's kind of like quiet around here. Maybe this so. could be something I can do when my kids are at camp. When it's this like, is a great. You need yeah. to get on this, Kirsten. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be, we'll, we'll talk about this on a, on a coming episode, but I'm going to be kid-free for two weeks. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you were supposed to come visit me. All right, enough about that. <laughs> Welcome home. <laughs>